from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. We're going to talk about you right in front of you. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today, and uh, Jade and I have both spent the morning uh, working on uh, what a whole bunch of you are working on, because we're working <laughs> on it to try to help you. Uh, a bunch of you are up against it. That's right. The um, you, you, you were on the phone talking with Newsweek this morning about student loans. Yeah, the, the interest has started, is right? Is Newsweek saying anything intelligent? You know, they. I think they start to see that the... The IDR, these payment plans, are not all that they seem to be. And so they wanted to know, is this really the best path forward? Mm, mm. And, of course, you know, I told them the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Real plainly so that oh, even yeah. they could understand it. Oh, yeah. They That's understood good. it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we spent uh, working with our content team, working out the talk that Jade and Rachel and I will be doing on September the 12th, the student loan live stream, how we got here and what to do about it. It's a completely free live stream. Did I mention it's free? Shut up. It's free. Sign up for it. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. But we're talking about what are some of the solutions since we're yes. Ramsey Solutions. And we know that here's what we do know. We know that a whole bunch of folks are scared. Mm-hmm. And angry. Yeah. And rightfully so. Uh-huh. They were lied to. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Your government didn't tell you the truth. <laughs> Who knew? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and they're confused. And confused, yeah. Because we found, you know, we're talking about this yesterday, I guess it was, or you and I maybe earlier in the week, that um, one quarter of the 40 million, that's 16 million people uh, that have a student loan, their processor changed, their yes. servicer changed during the three-year period of time. So they don't even know where to pay their payments. So you're getting mm-hmm. ready to be behind and don't even know why. And uh, I was just meeting with our friends at Y Refi. We were having lunch together. And they were teaching me something about the private student loan side. Yes. And the private student loans, I did not realize this, are almost all variable interest rates. Yes. So guess what? You got a problem, too. Your interest rate's been uh-huh. soaring. It's been going up. It's been interest rate going jack, 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 jack. Mm-hmm. Well, if you got pr- federal student loans, they're getting ready to go smack, 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 smack That's in the right. face. So, you know, you got to deal with this stuff. Now, why refi can help you do that, of course, with a refinance and reset the whole thing. And that's a whole different story. But that's one of the solutions. Yes, you know? that's right. That's why we put, you know, we're real careful about who we put on as an advertiser with like mm-hmm. our voice on it and stuff. Because, man, you guys trust us and we don't want to screw that trust thing that's up. That's right. So anyway, check those guys out. But be sure and sign up for this live stream, whether you got private, whether you got public student loans. We're going to talk about I get it. But let me just tell you, spoiler alert, no easy way out. Nope. You made a big freaking mess. You're going to get you a shovel, and you're going to have some calluses when you're done with your shovel. And here's the thing. Even if you don't have student loans, you know somebody that has student loans, and they need this live stream, and, and you scared. need to share it with them. They're scared. Yeah. They're mad. Yeah, you can you can they're really confused. step in and help them. Yeah. I mean, the sad ones are the ones that are still wait, going to wait around on the government to fix it. Well, let me tell you about what I heard recently, Dave, what they're telling you. You're going to make me mad. I'm about to make you real mad. So the the latest thing is the latest thing is they're calling it a 12 month on ramp where you don't have to make payments for 12 months starting today and the interest will accrue. Of course. 
but we won't tell the credit companies that you're defaulted. Oh, they're going to show them as current. In other words, we're going to lie. Yeah. So your FICO score is getting lied to to help you with your little FICO score. Meanwhile, uh-huh. you are getting sucker punched again. Because your debt's going up again. And here's, here's again. So let me just tell you. Let me help you with this. Banks are not your friend. No. Hello. You don't need to, you don't need me to figure this out. And these student loan servicers have one goal: keep you in debt as long as they can because they are blood sucking freaking parasites. Look, They're a tick on your butt. They want You've your payment. You've got to do something with it. They want your payment. They don't want your peace. Period. Ooh, that's that's almost like a jade line it, there. Let's keep it. Let's, let's just keep go that. with that. They but want you know, your payment. They don't want your peace. People forget. We student want your loans peace. Is, we don't want your payment. That's right. We're the opposite. We're the opposite. Y'all got to remember student loans. This is big business. Okay. What these payment plans, their products intended to make money off of you. Don't forget it. Yeah. If you watch Borrowed Future, the documentary that was award winning that we did, one of the things on there is a Navient employee. Yeah. Uh, of course, all blacked out because they didn't want to send the hit squad after her. But she she relays how they were taught to mess up the phone call to aggravate the borrower mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that the borrower would just hang up and never make payments, continue yeah. to accrue late charges, continue to accrue interest. Yeah. It was an, an intentional incompetence. Yes. And if that don't piss you off bad enough to get your act together and pay these people off, I'm telling you. You know, one of the things has to happen to get out of debt. You got to get mad. You got to get so mad, Dave. You had two hundred sixty-five thousand. Yes. And you and you and Sam got mad. We two hundred eighty thousand, and I got pissed. I'm sorry. I got pissed off because I'm like, you're getting hammered. You're getting hammered, and there's it's the disillusionment, right? You, You come out of college, you're like, I did everything right. I got my degree. I did, and then you got these loans, and it's like, oh wait, you didn't understand compound interest. You didn't understand what happens when you put the loan in forbearance. You didn't understand. You didn't understand you know, the loan had to be paid back. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I a mean, loan. It's not a grant. I told somebody the other day, I said, we had five big old loans. A lot of them were private loans with the variable interest rate. And the payments combined were $2,000 a month. I don't know how. A month. That just, that takes my breath away. Yeah. Well, you know, we got folk out there right now in that exact same situation and we can show them some help. That's right. Student loan live stream, student loan debt in America, how we got here and how to get out. Yeah. And that's uh, RamseySolutions.com slash student loans to sign up for free. Doesn't cost a thing. Rachel Cruz and Jade will be there. I'll be there just to, I'm kind of there just to piss you off and then they're going to teach you. So, (laughs) but it's kind of, well, it's my, it's my spiritual That's right. That's right. You got to, got to function in your gifts. So uh, yeah, student loan live stream, RamseySolutions.com. Whether you got private, whether you got public, we're going to give you some ideas and some things to do, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because we're learning more and more and more about the, how dark the private side is. Like you were just talking about the, with, from the guys at Y-Refi. Why refi? That's one of our advertisers on here. And again, uh, they're, they're really what they are. In, in this case, this type of advertiser is a partner. That's great. These are people that we say, hey, you need some help. These guys can help. He was telling me about a guy at lunch, $15,000 in debt, mm-hmm. hadn't paid on it for a bazillion years, irresponsible, of course, mm-hmm. runs up to 145000 I know about that. Uh huh. You did? I know about that. All right. What was yours? Ours started at, let's see, we had one that started at, uh, let me go, because we have five of them. So one started at 7000 By the time I started paying it, it was $9,000. Well, we had much. one that was ninety one to 128000 Okay. Yeah. And you didn't let it go this. that long. This guy let it go a long time. Yeah. Anyway, they were able to do a refinance with that guy. Wow. 
and get it way get his payment from like two thousand down to six hundred. See, it was this crazy. is what we need. You know, that's that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. The, see, actual solutions, not vague, fake promises from vague, fake people mm-hmm. in Washington D.C. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Alyssa is with us in Los Angeles. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? <laughs> um, I was calling. I wanted to ask to see if you have any advice um, or a plan of attack to avoid student loans as I go into law school. You've been accepted? Uh, no, I right now I am pursuing my bachelor's in political science, but I do want to be able to save as much as possible before I do pursue law school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get accepted into a university for political science. Good. Okay. All right. What year are you in school? Uh, it's going to be around my first or second year. I do have some community college credits that I do plan to transfer, so hopefully. Okay. So you're you're just coming out of high school heading that way. Good. Good for you. Uh, a, a little bit post high school. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, here's what's interesting. I have hired um, more lawyers than I want to count over the 30 years of doing business, and I've yet to ask one where they graduated from. Got it. So there are a few times uh, being a Harvard a, a, attorney of law with studied Harvard Law or Yale will matter. But uh, only about 1% or 2% of the transactions in the world care. So most attorneys make their living on people that don't care where you graduated from. Mm-hmm. Very few care about the famous schools, right? That's so true. So, and, and you know, the reason, the only reason I bring that up is price. So where you get your law degree, how you get it for that matter, doesn't matter as much as that you actually learn the law. <laughs> right, exactly. That's so good. And so the currency here is knowledge. The currency is not the, uh, the, the famous school. Uh, so I, I'm going to go at law school like that to start with because law school is not unlike undergraduate work, and the number one reason for student loan debt is college choice, meaning you chose one you couldn't afford. And so I, you know, uh, I, I don't know what that is in your situation in, in California, uh, I don't know how you study law there, where the, quote, cheap law school is, unquote. Mm-hmm. But I just, what I, first thing I want to do is encourage you to not be afraid of that, that it will stint your career or something, because it just really won't. That's true. My brother's a lawyer, and he went here locally in Nashville. I think it's called Nashville School of Law. Yep. He's yep. a lawyer. He went on to be a common judge. That's a night school. Yeah. And he went to night school. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a famous law school, I know. by the way. There's a lot of big-time people went to that night school, got their law degree, went on into politics, mm-hmm. went into, uh, like, 
that thing there it's it's weird and it's very inexpensive it's very inexpensive and it did not stunt his career at all a matter of fact he has gone on to do what like i said he's a judge in williamson county now so it's it's great i didn't know we had I didn't know I had a judge in Williamson County that I could call. All right. Now, now you I got do. one. Jo- now, now you got one, If Dave. I need a judge, now I know where I got one. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Not that he would necessarily do anything. But yeah, that's what I would tell you to do. I, I would tell you to do something like that, number one. Number two, uh, I want you to start studying and thinking about it. Number three, uh, you could consider uh, things like a military service option mm. and serve in the JAG Corps for a while when you come out uh, and, and free law degree. Uh, they pay for it. Uh, you could, uh, you know, the uh, um, National Guard has a ten, a twenty thousand dollar stipend mm-hmm. that they will pay if you join the National Guard for any, any degree field. You know, that's a really good um, gauge to see how interested you are because those military programs, both for law and medical, are great on ramps to see, like, okay how can I do this for the most cost-effective way? And if it's like, oh, I don't, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it like that. I don't want to be trapped for four years. Well, try, try borrowing $250,000. You're going to be trapped for 10 oh, yeah. years. In a different kind of way. Yeah. There's a different kind of trap. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I, you know, the, the, uh, you guys that are wanting to study to be pilots, the army air national guard or That's the air right. national guard rather. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, this is how you get, you, you don't spend 200, $150,000 to become a pilot and make $35,000 a year your first year flying puddle jumpers. That's right. Which is what happens. No, you go join the stinking service mm-hmm. and they pay for it. That's mm-hmm. the deal. So I, something along those lines, Alyssa, because the first thing you've got to do with the debt equation where everyone's doing debt is you have to take it off the table and say, not an option. Now, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Not going is an option, but not bar- but borrowing is not an option. Now, what do I do? How do I figure this out? How do I how do I finagle? How do I find scholarships that are scholarships are unusual for law school, but they can be found. How do I find fellowships? They're unusual, but they can be found. And of course, if you don't know what a fellowship is in this case, a PhD program, med program, law school program, you, you end up being a proctor. You end up mm-hmm. working as a grad student. Uh, you work for the university. They pay you fifteen twenty thousand $20,000 a year, but your tuition's free. That's right. That's And you know, and you work your tail end off. Well, I don't know if I want, yeah, well, you're going to work your tail end off at some point, either mm-hmm. paying back the 250000 debt or doing something like this. So just decide when choose it is your you're going to work your tail end off. Yep. You got to choose your hard. Pay, yeah, choose your heart. Pay, you're going to pay a price to win, baby. That's the plan. So that's what I would tell you to do. Just keep scratching around the areas like that. Where you go to school, consider something like Nashville Law. That's a night school approach, that kind of a thing. Uh, fellowships, if you can find them. Scholarships, if you can find them. Military service, if you can find them. None of these sound overly pleasant, but neither does $250,000 in student loan debt. Because you're going to wake up one day, like all these folks are waking up right now with October 1 barreling yep. down on them, and they're going to be going, Oh, crap. You're going to have that old crap moment. I just, the older version of me is really pissed at the younger version of me. (laughs) And you want to go out and be a lawyer and just practice law. You don't want to have to do it because of X, Y, Z, right? Wouldn't it be nice to just work? You choose a different place to work. Yes. Because you don't have to work over with those twerps. That's right. That pay more. That's right. You work because you want to work. You work at the place you want to work at. Chris is in Ohio. Hi, Chris. What's up? Hey, Dave, how are you? Better than I deserve. How can I help? Hey, I had a quick question. Uh, I've heard you talk a lot about retirement and different retirement accounts, um, but I've never heard you address pensions. So uh, I, I'm a fireman, and we are 
in a pension system that essentially at 25 years and the age of 52, you can retire with a 60% of your top five years. Great. Um, and it's not optional. It's mandatory. You get one and a half percent. Why I don't address it. I, you don't have a choice. If you're going to be a fireman, you're going to do that. So what's your question? My, my question is I contribute also to a uh, 457. Sure. And that's a Roth option. Should Good. I be doing something other than that? Yeah. I mean, look, the pension is going to take care of you. Maybe. Sort of. Yes. 60% of you, mm-hmm. right? And, and assuming they don't screw up the pension and mess it up, which most of the time they don't, but there's some of them get really sideways. So I'm not going to count on someone else to take care of me. I want a big old pile of money over here to take care of me, and I want to take care of mine. A godly man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. I, I, I want to change my family tree. And so your 457, your 401k, your Roth I with your matches, the compound interest and good mutual funds there, that's all about piling up cash to help others, maybe not just to make sure you eat. I think you're going to eat because of your service to oh, the community, yeah. and I think that's great. Okay. But, I mean. Well, well thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, re- retire with $5 million instead of nothing. Well, it used to be, in some cases, your pension could die with you. It does. What is it? Do you think that that's still? Oh, it does there for sure. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's enough. That right there is enough reason right. to it, make sure. Saying, his pension is for him. Yeah. But you've got, you know, spouse, you've yeah. got kids, you've got grandkids, you've got the community I want to impact. Mm-hmm. And turns out starving kids in the community, hungry babies in the community, they get fed by people that have money. Yeah. Not broke people. That's and so good. go get you some money so you can be of good in this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And that that's what being generous. And that's mm-hmm. so this is all about how to build wealth in addition to taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Pension take care of you. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I mean, 60% is okay. It's not like you're going to be living high on the hog or something. Right. But No, I'd want more money. I, <laughs> you would. Yeah, I'll take more, Alex. Definitely. <laughs> more, more for Jade, Alex. More for Jade. Oh, me. Me, 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 me. This is the Ramsey Show. Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years, and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS ID 1591. NMLS Equal housing lender. 1749 Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brentwood, Tennessee 37027. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Our question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly has local service providers to repair, maintain, and improve your home. Their network of experts offers top quality work and customer service by trained, reliable service providers. These are good people. Uh, Find the help you need at Neighborly.com today. All right. Today's question comes from Thomas in Colorado. He says, I'm struggling to know how much we actually need to retire. I'm 54 and currently have 1.4 million in a 401k, which sounds like a lot to me, but I don't actually know how fast we'll burn through that. What's the best way to know how much I'll actually need? So uh, I'm thinking about your, uh, the goal, you don't want to burn through 
your nest egg, right? You want to have it invested in such a way that you're able to live off of the interest and not really touch the nest egg is what I would say. Um, so that would be my first thought is I would use a calculator and kind of run this back and go, okay, what is, what's the income that I think I'm going to need and get that number. And then, okay, what does the draw off of my interest need to be? What does my nest egg need to be so that my draw can equal that? So I'm kind of reverse engineering it in that way. Um, and then there's also the part of this, you know, you're 54. I'm thinking, okay, you've got 1.4 million now. There's a good chance that in seven years it could double, and that ain't bad. Yeah, if you've got it invested at ten percent or better, it doubles every seven years. Yeah, ten percent or better. Yeah. So at sixty-one, if you're invested in good mutual funds, you're going to have uh, two point eight. Mm-hmm. And at sixty-eight, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to have five and a half million dollars. Now so, there is inflation to play into I'm not, that. No, I'm just talking about. No, I'm not talking about inflation. Just inflation actual adjusted. dollars. I'm just saying that if you're if you're making. 10%, it doubles every seven years. A lump sum does. Mm-hmm. That's if you're adding nothing to it. Okay, so at 68, that's what you would have if you don't touch this. Now, if you got to retirement and all you had was 1.4 million, mm-hmm. then the way you, how would you calculate if that's enough? Just like Jade said, there's a couple of factors. There's inflation uh, that you want to stay away from, and you need to look at your rate of return. So if you're invested in good growth stock mutual funds that are averaging what the stock market has averaged, the stock market has averaged 11.8% since it began, the Standard & Poor. Okay? So it, let's just pretend you're making 11%. We'll, cut, we'll round down for the people that go bananas when I start talking about this <laughs> stuff. All right? So we're going to round down. You're making 11%. All right? If you left three in there that would so that it would grow a little bit to cover mm-hmm. some inflation mm-hmm. and pulled off eight, mm-hmm. uh, that means you'd be living on $90,000 a year. 8% of 1.4, right? With no debt? Yeah. And so can you do that? That's the question. And if you can do that in today's dollars, you can do that in tomorrow's dollars because if you leave this alone because it will have grown that much more. That's right. All right. And so if you did that, the account is growing by 3% a year if it averages an 11% rate of return. Also a good point. So you're right? still getting more so it money. it never burns up. It mm-hmm. runs in perpetuation. Mm-hmm. It's a perpetual motion machine. And this is another good time to bring in why we think it's and teach that it's so important to be debt free with a paid for home at retirement because you don't, you don't have any bills, live. you don't need as much money to live on. Yeah. And then that keeps you from doing this. But let's say you start stepping on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you step on the principal $100,000 a year. Well, you'll you still, got a, be, you'll you still got a, be all right. You got a 14 year burn rate. Mm-hmm. So from when are we going to start that? At 70, that takes you to 84. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to run out of money mm-hmm. if you just if you look at your burn rate on your principal as yeah. well so you're going to be fine you've done a great job now the trick is what i would suggest is we keep earning and a living and leave this money alone and let's let it double a couple more times before we start uh then then you can pull off you know two hundred thousand dollars a year that's right I mean, you're sitting on five million instead of one million it's a whole different equation dude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so and again good growth stock mutual funds we suggest uh, I split my personal 401k, Jade does too, uh, among four types, growth, growth and in income, aggressive growth and in international. And over the last 30 years, my little portfolio of that has averaged over 12, most years over 13%. Wow, Dave, that's and, great. But I mean, it's, it's not really hard to beat the S&P. The S&P is the average of the market. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what that's do you want true. to be? I always kind of want to be above average. Hello. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, try to beat it a little bit. But, you, you know, you stay in that north of 10 mm-hmm. and you draw in that 
seven or eight range, mm-hmm. you're going to bump up and cover inflation as you go along. Now, uh, you know, some of the wonky uh, certified financial Pharisees types, you know, they go bananas on that calculation. But here's the thing that I try to get people to remember is when we've done studies of people that win with retirement, none of them won with retirement because of some nuanced understanding of 12B1 fees Mm -hmm. or some discussion about 11.8 versus Mm 12.3 or 10.2. None of that caused them to retire well. What caused them to retire well is they actually put money in the freaking 401k. There's a high correlation between people that have money and people that save money. Why is this hard? That's so good. It's Dave. not a bunch of freaking theory. You've got to do it. And oh my God, you nerds drive me bananas. <laughs> but so yeah, just it, it's good to be thoughtful about things. But at some time, sometimes you just got to do something. You know, just run up and knock the crap out of something. Well, what if you're a person that's like Dave? I just I just invest in my you know my index funds. That's fine. I I don't want to get into all this stuff. I just want to do my index that, funds. That's fine. You're just average. <laughs> you're just average. Average, average return. You're, you're a C student. <laughs> not a C student. Well, that's what average is, isn't it? You're yeah, not you're failing, right. but nobody's looking at your you're shining eyes. You're leaving a lot eyes. of money on the table. Yeah, you left some money out there. That's okay. I just want to beat it just because it's a game, you know? I don't care. And by the way, none of that is what's making me wealthy. What's mm-hmm. making me wealthy is the fact I'm actually investing. <laughs> You actually put money in. Over you know, the, time, over the long haul. Yeah, it's a just, habit. The, you know, we study these millionaires. We go, okay, did, you know, was it the rate of return that made you a millionaire? No. That's, what, what made you a millionaire? Every month I put money in for 27 years. And now I got $2.8 million. Ooh, so Every boring. They're, they're just a tortoise. It's just like one step, ugly tortoise, <laughs> ugly tortoise, ugly tortoise. We need to print up tortoise t-shirts. You can wear that one, Dave. <laughs> I'm on the air with my wife slamming my fashion choices here you don't a like tortoise my tortoise t-shirt. t-shirts I'll let you wear it and then we'll point to we'll just point to it on just you just point to the tortoise <laughs> the, the little pudgy tortoise that no. could now you said that part not me <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh open phones at 888-825-5225 Jennifer's in Philadelphia hi Jennifer what's up Hi, Dave. Hi, Jane. How are you? Better than we deserve. How can we help? Um, So my question is, should I pay my daughter's car off that I'm a co-signer on? I have. uh, I know this is bad. Okay. How old is she? She's 25. Okay. Is she paying the bill? Okay. No, she's paying it, but it's late every month. So you're getting dinged every month. Every month. Now, the good thing is my husband and I are consumer debt-free as of August 1st. I what's the, what's the balance loan. on this disaster? Um, Under 3000 Pay it off. Mm-hmm. Instantly. <laughs> Write a check today and pay it off. It's causing you more heartache than it is $3,000. And I can tell you got a little money, don't you, Jennifer? Uh, yeah, we've got an uh, emergency fund. We've got a savings account. We're investing. Yeah, yeah. good. Pay it off. And, and, and just set her free. Okay. Here's what you tell her. Don't tell her she owes us the money. No, 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 no. Thanksgiving dinner tastes different when you eat with your master. Don't do that. No, I I just let her go. It's just $3,000. What I would tell her is, listen, you made a huge mistake borrowing on a car, and I made a huge mistake helping you. Mm -hmm. Both of us were stupid. Please don't be stupid again, because I promise you I won't be. 
That's such a good point. This is a teaching. This is a teaching moment. And it's good for her to see that you learned a lesson too that you'll never do again. And now she can learn a lesson too that she'll never do again. But you again. need to have a real clear message. Don't become knocking on the door for one of these again. It ain't happening again. No, it will won't. But yeah. so here's the other thing is she owes me eleven thousand. So this is an ongoing pattern between uh-huh. you two. So it it was, but I have recently broken I've she's now had What her does own she make? Insurance. Uh, like seventeen dollars an hour. Let her go. Let her go. God's sakes. Don't loan go. family members money. And don't loan people money that you love. Unless you want them to hate you, don't loan them money. This is the Ramsey Show. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, if you're like me at this time of the year, all of the school plays and meetings and invites from everywhere have completely drained your social battery. Or maybe you're like some of my friends who are bursting with energy so much that everyone may be telling you to just chill out a little. If you're having trouble navigating mismatched energy levels, boundaries, or finding people to do life with, it might be time to talk to a therapist. Therapy can be a place to open up with someone who's been trained to listen and walk alongside you and help you find paths through the chaos of mismatched energy levels and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, try BetterHelp. BetterHelp is completely online and flexible enough to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Deloney. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Kyle's in Tampa, Florida. Hey, Kyle, what's up? Hey, Dave. Hey, Jade. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Hey, so I, I recently went through a divorce and trying to decide whether it's time to sell my house as I face this next chapter in my life. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. Um, How long were you married? So made, uh, Ten years. Okay. Yeah, and, and you got uh, the house and the divorce? Yeah, so so I make sixty one thousand a year. I'm on baby step two with a debt of thirty four thousand dollars, and um, that's all a result of the separation. So it's IRS debt uh, from a mistake a couple years back, uh, credit card, personal loan, and yeah. So as part of the settlement, um, I got to to keep the house, but I have to pay my ex out forty seven thousand dollars flat within 18 months. So basically I've kind of got like a two year, I guess you call it a moratorium, just kind of a freeze on it. Mm-hmm. And I got reimbursed for the time that uh, she wasn't in the home. So today the house is worth about 290. We owe um, about 135. So I'm, I've been running some scenarios, just some different budgets. And I, and I think if I were to sell it today, you know, uh, rather than in two, two years and in, in, in 18 months, if I were to sell it, I could pay off all the consumer debt, the, the 34000 I could pay her the 47000 and have a fully funded emergency fund of six months and still have twenty to $30,000 to start on a future down payment. It would just mean that I'm renting for a season. And so, you know, it feels like a one step backwards to take three steps forward. And I'm just kind of asking them, I'm on the right track thinking that way. I just, I just don't know that I can afford it anymore. I can, I can afford the mortgage payment. But I'm not going to be able to afford it by the time I have to pay her out. And I think 
just slow dripping the debt. I'm on a tight budget as it is. And while being able to afford air travel, because we have two kids and it's a long distance agreement that involves flights. And so it's a, I'm just wondering if the reset button's the way to go, you know? Well, you've got to give her the 47,000 no matter what in two years. So it's not like you have the option not to. You can refinance. And just get right. the, and, get hers out. The re- <clears throat> yeah, to refinance would be tough. I mean, I'm in, in my, my rates at, you know, 3.8 to refinance would basically double Ooh. that. And I'm not suggesting that. Probably, I'm just saying that's the only other option yeah. other than sell because you, you can't listen, cash flow we the 47 to Jade's point. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were normal and broke and we got into a 30-year loan anyway. I'm not even in a 15-year, so I'm like, ah, can I actually afford it anyway? I'm, I'm wondering, yeah. should you know, by, by renting, it, it just certainly I, it feels I, like there's a, a lot of reasons to sell the house. Is there any reason to keep it? Not really. To be honest, I, I, I dream about the peace and maybe the emotional break from it. Mm. You know, like what would that look like? You know, it's just that you got voices in your life, your real estate agent and everyone in between yeah. saying, oh, you can't sell the house. You can't, you know, and it's going, yeah, what? but I know the numbers, guys. You know, What about kids? Are there... They're, they're out of town. He's having to travel. So yeah. there's no, but I, I guess I'm saying they, they don't have an attachment to the house that you're feeling like, oh, I got to keep this stable for them. Not not really. I, I did in the short term because, you know, um, basically, you know, it's, it's holidays and summer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got them about 35% of the year and it's, it's, you know, the flying back and forth. And so. They're not really emotionally attached to it necessarily, but well, whatever they were um, ha- left when their mother took them to another state. True that. So. I, I, yeah. I'm of the mind that it seems it seems like there's more reasons to sell it, and then maybe you're renting for a while as you're stacking up money and yeah. just having a fresh start, fresh slate. You're clear of the debt, uh, which, by the way, how much IRS debt was it? Because I want to get that out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Of, of that 34 is IRS. Mm-hmm. I'm putting the house on the market this week, brother. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I do it. Yeah. Imme- I do it immediately. Don't, don't get any closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Let's yeah. get it on the market and get it sold this fall. And, um, um, you know, I predict relief. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you, you, is it, you, is it the math of it. Or you, you, you spent the, the entire call it? selling us on selling the house. Mm-hmm. You really do want to sell it. And I really don't blame you. I don't hear any reason to keep it. Uh, long term, you want to be a real estate owner. Long term, you want to own your home. Short term, uh, you need to clean up your dead gum mess and put all this hurt and pain and the associated mathematics with the hurt and pain all in the rearview mirror and be mm-hmm. driving off into the sunset into a new wonderful life. And um, that gives you the ability to do that. Yeah, let, let's let's rebuild from a strong a point of strength, not from a point of weakness. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, building your the next chapter of your life. It is a new chapter. It makes a difference. Thanks for the call. Uh, Jennifer's in Sacramento. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, so our AC conked out recently in the midst of 100-degree weather. And I'm, we're wondering, how do we budget for this while we're trying to pay off all our debt? Okay. Conked out is not a technical term. What happened to it? <laughs> Um, so we found out there was a leak and it's just a really old system. Mm-hmm. So we need to be completely just torn out and put in a new system. So says the guy trying to sell you a new system. Where's the guy that'll patch the <laughs> leak? Cause you're broke. Uh huh. Hey, let me put this in, in, in words that you can understand. My parents, 
have a 23-year-old AC. Now, I would never suggest that, but I'm just telling you, repairs can be made is all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so cheaper, What? because you don't have the money is why you're calling, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we have $23,000 in savings. Oh, so you can write a check and buy heat and air. Well, well. And you can probably pay off some other debt with that money, too, because you didn't need that much in savings to begin with if you're in baby step two. Yeah. I mean, we have have like two student loans, a car payment and a solar payment. So that was another thing. If we were we were thinking we should go snowball with the lowest payment, uh-huh. which would be the student loans, or just tackle the the higher monthly payment, which is the car payment. Here's what I would do if I were you. You've got you said how much was it? Twenty three thousand in savings. Savings, yes. Okay, if I'm you, I'm walking through the baby steps. Simply, I'm keeping a thousand dollars aside. That's your starter emergency fund. Okay, that's baby okay. step one. Baby step two, we're doing the debt snowball method. With this method, list them smallest to largest by balance, okay? Not interest. And then you're paying the smallest one first. You can use some of this 23000 to get your AC fixed. And then whatever is left, throw it at the smallest debt. What's your smallest debt? Uh, 16000 is student loan. Yeah, All right, let's knock off. them out. You, you can pay that off today and then figure out what, how much you're going to have to spend on the AC. Do mm-hmm. we have to replace it? You need to get some other opinions, or can it be repaired and last two more years? Because you need two more years to clean up the rest of this mess, mm-hmm. or one more year, or yeah. whatever it is. And so I'd rather repair it until you're out of debt, if that's possible. I couldn't um, understand if her sigh was a sigh of relief or a sigh of frustration or a sigh of irritation. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> in, a, you're in a house that's 100 degrees with no air. Yeah. It's, it's irritation, but it's not at us. Um, yeah, so I would repair. I did repair when I was in your situation a heating and air unit um, and um, really pitifully repaired it, but mm-hmm. it, it made it through uh, into winter, mm-hmm. and then we made it into the next summer. And uh, by then, we had cleaned up a bunch of the mess, and we were able to pay cash to put a new heat and air unit in. Um, and so the problem is you cannot allow yourself to live from crisis to crisis. You have to live from plan to plan. And so let's set aside a little bit of money and fix the heat and air or replace it. And let's use the rest of the 23,000, except for $1,000, pay off your student loan today, and then start paying on the other things very aggressively. Mm -hmm. Get on a budget on every dollar, the app. It's the world's best budgeting tool. It's called Mm -hmm. every dollar. You can get it for free. Get on that. And she's probably going to find what 9% 9 is what the average person finds in their income extra. Yeah. When you start doing a budget, you get a 9% raise. Yep. Which, oddly enough, is very similar to the inflation rate under Biden. Hey, okay. It's almost like there's no excuses now. I love that. So you get on a budget and you make every dollar behave. You quit eating out. You quit going on vacation and you get your dadgum mess cleaned up. Mm -hmm. So that next time a little $3,000 thing happens, it does. It's not the end of the world for you. That's right. And And let's get this mess cleaned up. Get this car paid off. Use my promo code when you do it. Go to everydollar.com slash jade and get $15 off. Ooh. There you go. See, I I still don't have a slash Dave. (laughs) You got to know how to pull the strings, Dave. Slash jade. Every dollar slash jade. That's right. Hmm. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people 
build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw Ramsey personality is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Tim is in Boston. Hey, Tim, what's up? Hi, Dave. I'm uh, 37 with a wife and three young boys. Um, and two years ago, I received a terminal cancer diagnosis. Um, oh, my. And thankfully, I had a term life insurance policy in place. And uh, I'm wondering, would it ever make sense to convert my term policy to a whole life policy? I'm trying to understand all the angles. Wow. I'm sorry you're going through that. How you doing? Thank you. I'm alive, and um, I uh, am throwing everything I can at it. And so far, I've been, you know, um, in uncharted territory, is what my doctors say. Mm-hmm. Um, prognosis can be pretty grim. Um, <clears throat> but I'm trying some experimental um, treatments overseas and with some collaboration here in Boston at some great hospitals. I'm getting great care. Um, but I do have part of my question revolves around paying for some out-of-pocket expenses. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my um, term policy being converted to whole life is related to tapping into some of that sooner. Um, Lord willing, it continues to work. But there's no category of remission for my type of cancer. You know? Okay. Um, all right. What is the rest of your money situation? Yeah, I, uh, we're doing well. I am on disability mm-hmm. and, uh, thankfully, thanks in large part to education I received through your teaching. I also had, um, long-term disability with a, uh, you know, private plan Good. in addition to the term life that covered some of the gap. Uh-huh. Um, and I now sort of my job is domestic and enabling my wife to work. So she now is a full-time athletic director. So, you know, we, we probably take in, um, how, how much, uh, so you got the income covered. How, how much of a nest egg is there? We have a, um, you know, around 300 something, 300 K in my, um, 403B. And how plan. much how much debt do you have? We have no consumer debt. How we much do you owe on your mortgage? mortgage? How much is the mortgage? Yep. We probably have around five hundred thousand okay. on our mortgage. And what's your wife making? She makes around seventy. Okay. And what's the term yeah. policy? How much? Um, two million dollar death benefit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And what's the how how long much longer is left on the term? Yeah, so I have North Northwestern Mutual's eighty. Um, so I have plenty of runway with, um, you know, if I continue to renew it, um, I'll have until you know I pass or I'm eighty. Oh, okay. Um, so it's renewable uh, until you're eighty years old. But does it correct. go up? Does it go up every year, or how often does it go up? It goes up, but it really isn't. I mean, since I'm so young, it's mm-hmm. not going to go up anytime. Yeah. You know. Okay. Soon. All right. So, um, all right. Now, so here, here's the thing. 
converting term life insurance to whole life life insurance does not make you money. It costs you money. Yeah. Okay. It's not a good savings program. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to go up considerably. Um, in, in general, now, I mean, I don't know within the Northwestern Mutual, their term insurance is high to start with, but you're stuck with it. You got it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, so, but in general, term is about 5% as expensive, $5 per hundred thousand as, as whole life and whole life builds up a savings, but you don't need an extra expense right now to build up a savings inside of an insurance policy. So converting this to whole premium? life doesn't do anything for you. <clears throat> And are are you referring to the premium? Set? Yeah, yeah. So that I guess um, uh, gets maybe even to the more of the heart of my question. If I had a waiver on that premium, which would be the disability you know, waiver, yeah, yeah, would that change the dynamic? It, I don't think you can convert to a whole life and the waiver apply because the whole life is is twenty times more expensive. Yeah, so I think that's one of the things my financial advisor brought to my attention is we put a retainer on through my disability that would cover about a 35,000 annual premium. Well, if they're paying it because of this, but I got to tell you, I'm pretty suspect of that because your financial advisor is not a financial advisor. Your financial advisor is a Northwest mutual life insurance salesman. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's who they are. And, um, and, uh, I mean, you've got the, you've got the term policy. I certainly don't want to do anything that screws that up yeah, and the premium uh, is being paid today. Um, and so you buy the, by the, um, by the disability rider, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah because you've been declared disabled. I, I Tim, I'm not going to mess with it. Okay. I, I'm not. I, cause I, I have had so many bad experiences with these companies over the years that uh, they don't follow through on things, and and everything's not what they say it is, and it changes in the middle of the dadgum thing. And right now what I've got is um, you're you're describing to me that that you're going to be in heaven and your wife is going to have $2 million plus 300000 and she's got a $500,000 mortgage, your wife and kids are, your wife and boys are in financially and going to be in really good shape. That's what you're describing yeah. to me right now. And I, I just don't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I'm trying to understand all the angles. And I, if I didn't see, I mean, we, we reviewed the contract the other day, and I, I mean, it very clearly states that, Northwestern Mutual will pay the annual premium for the conversion mm-hmm. yeah. every year. For how so long? I, I mean, for till you're eighty. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, I, you, uh, you need to have an attorney look at this okay. before you do it. I, I just don't trust them. I'm sorry. I, I've just dealt with that no, industry okay. for so long. And I don't think your personal agent would necessarily mislead you. I just don't trust the industry. You follow me? I'm no, not I, suggesting I, that your guy is a bad guy necessarily. Um, uh, but that is some crappy insurance with a crappy company. And uh, right now I got $2 million for your wife and boys, and I sure don't want to screw that up uh, in order to get you know, uh, to, to take your premium way up and then pay it. If they're going to pay the premium and it puts some cash value in your hands that you can use to help fight this cancer and you can get an attorney to convince you that that's true, 
I can't argue against that. I'm just very cynical working with these people. So until you've had an attorney review this contract and uh, you get some outside counsel outside of a life insurance agent, I wouldn't do it. But if you do that and you come to the same conclusion, I won't argue with you. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Jade Washaw Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Mitch is in Washington, D.C. Hi, Mitch. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thanks for having me. How y'all doing today? Better than we deserve. What's up? So my wife and I recently went under contract on a house, and we're excited, but as two people that have pretty much adhered to a debt-free lifestyle, we're nervous about taking out a mortgage on the property. We know real estate's a great investment, but we're nervous to take out a chunk of our savings for the cash due at close and even more nervous about the monthly payment on the mortgage. Should I press ahead and take on that debt or hit pause and rethink things? Well, it depends on what's giving you pause about this. Is it because the payment is a big portion of your income every month? I mean, what percentage of your income is it tapping into? every month. So my wife and I do, we do about $215,000 a year between the two of us and the house, the mortgage is going to, the house will sold for seven seventy five. We're putting 5% down. So it's going to be a big check. More than 25% of your take home pay. Probably. That might be why you're feeling this because yeah. at the end of the day, so. right. When you have your mortgage, you want it to, you want to feel good about it, right? You want to know, okay, right. I can pay the mortgage. I also have plenty of uh, spread here to do everything else that I need to do. Cause let's, let's just break down the numbers here. Okay. Most people they're wanting to put 10%, some sort of giving, right? At some point you're going to want to put 15% aside for your investing. And that then you've got this right. 25% mortgage payment. You're already at 50%. So if that mortgage payment creeps in, you know, 30, 40%, you're going to start feeling that pinch very quickly. And my right. guess is that's probably where you're at. How much money you got in savings? Uh, between the two of us, about $90,000. Okay. And you're putting most of that down? Uh, we're putting about 56000 of it down and keeping a little bit left over just for a rainy day. Okay. And you have no other debt? No, zero debt, except for student loans. But I haven't paid on those since the pandemic. And I'm a federal employee, so they're going to be forgiven soon anyway. No, they're not. There's not a program to forgive student loans that's actually working. What do you mean? Who told you your loan? I, I thought if you, were, if you were a federal employee after a number of years of federal service, they actually forgave your balance of your loans. I think it's 
10 or 15 years of federal service. Yeah, it's 10 years. And Public so, service so, so far, 97% of the people that have made application for that have not gotten their forgiveness. We literally ran the Fair numbers. Enough. Me and some folks who work here in research department ran the numbers on that yesterday. It's 1.97% oh. of the people of the people that apply actually yes. get forgiveness. So, so I'm so, I hate to say how, it, but how that's much where is your right. student loan debt? Uh, it's, it's, it's probably eighty to a hundred thousand dollars between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, well, you have signed a contract, and so you're in this deal unless you are not approved for the mortgage. So you will keep your word. I'll never tell people to break their word. But yeah. if we were to coach you um, before you got into all of this, we would tell you to become debt-free, student loans and everything, before right. you purchased a home. Uh, uh, a government plan to forgive your student loans is, is um, uh, statistically irrational. Uh, it doesn't occur. And um, so we want you to clear, I, I would want you to, as a method, best method of building the best possible life with the most wealth is to clear all debt, including student loans, as soon as possible, have an emergency fund plus a down payment. So you would not be in a position to buy a home today if you had come to us before you were under contract. Now that you're under contract, make sure that the home is a 15-year mortgage not uh, that is no more than 25% of your take-home pay, and take-home pay being not after 401K, but just after taxes. taxes. After taxes. Right. And, um, right. and are you putting money into your 401Ks right now? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. You would, in your situation, if you go ahead and close on the house, or if you don't, stop that temporarily until you get these student loans cleared. Because mm-hmm. the best okay. thing you can do for your future is to clear these student loans as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then let's keep the home payment on a 15-year fixed where it's no more than a fourth of your take-home pay after taxes. Not after health insurance, not after uh, car payment coming out for the credit union, not after uh, 401k and all that. Mm-hmm. But just after taxes, what's your take-home pay and is your payment going to be more than that? And, um, so yeah, um, that, that's how we would tell you to do it using what we call the baby steps, which has helped more people get out of debt and become wealthy than any other system so far right now in America, certainly more than 1.6% of the people that attempt it. Well, here's the thing. When he took out this, when he made an offer on this house, we don't know if he planned on getting a 15 year or a 30 year. I sure hope he planned on a 15-year, he's going to be up a creek without a paddle. Well, I mean, it just, it probably doesn't state that in the contract. It just says to be approved for financing. Yeah, that's true. And if you're not approved for financing because you say, I will only do a 15-year, then you would be out of the deal. Oh, well, there And you then go. you would write a check and pay off your student loans that Loophole. day. Loophole. And you would rent mm-hmm. for a little while longer until you get yourself um, in a position to actually yeah. purchase. See, Ooh. this is the problem, folks. It gets us just so angry around here. We can't breathe because we love you guys and we want mm-hmm. you to win. And when you believe lies about your money yeah. that cost you decades of your life, it 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 disturbs us because we want you to win. Mm-hmm. And here's one of these lies, yeah. just very casually, as if as if it was just a stated known yeah. fact. Oh well, they'll, they'll they'll get forgiven. I don't have to worry about those student loans; they're forgiven. And and then to come to find out, they're not. And it's a lot of them, too. 1.6% of the people get to the 10-year mark under that program are actually getting forgiveness. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then there's a, the new 30 year mo- mm-hmm. program, which is going to end up being worse. Only you will be 20 years further in too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not good. Meantime, you've sat on this egg and sat on this egg and sat on this egg. And when it hatches, it's a monster, a monster in the egg. Yeah. It wasn't a goose. It was a monster. No goose laying any golden eggs nope. in there. It was a, a rotten li- egg. A little, a little goonie comes out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so true. And you know, that's... It that's... just infuriates me that the government has continued to spread this crap and that people, on the, uh, these hope stealers on the internet yeah. continue to spread this crap to the, and people believe it. And when you believe it, when you believe a lie and you act on a lie, it always causes you to stub your toe, have a bloody nose and a black eye. Mm-hmm. It always causes that. Oh, bless his heart. I'm so sorry for him. Yeah, that's that's tough. I was talking to a reporter today. This is about, a guy that doesn't like debt. Right. <laughs> I was talking to a reporter today, and I said to him, I said, everybody's complaining about the interest rates in the housing market. Oh, it's so hard to buy a house today, da-da-da-da-da. But these are the same people, Dave, who are fine with and doing what this guy's doing. Well, I only have eighty, hundred thousand dollars debt. I'm fine with keeping that there. I'm like, do you don't see if you don't see how that's affecting your ability to purchase a home and mm-hmm. have peace about it? That's one of the reasons. This is all pay. related. Because even if the forgiveness is hanging out, the only way the forgiveness, if it did happen, is if you continue to make the payments. Uh huh. So that's what, st- that's what that's what putting the squeeze on the dadgum budget. It's a hundred thousand dollars student loan. Yeah. Yep. That's where the that's why you're feeling pinched. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. But even if even if you're one of these people who says, "Oh, I'm going to get the lowest payment possible." You're going to tell me that you're going to move into a brand new $775,000 house and that $100,000 of student loans isn't going to strangle you with its presence every night? Yeah. Yeah. Now there's a goonie. You're sitting you're sitting there's a little monster in that egg, a yeah. little goonie. It's like when uh We've all been there, right? You're, you know, somebody's coming over to the house, and your house is a mess. Oh my, my, my parents-in-law, my mother-in-law's coming over, so you slide everything in the closet real quick. How come it's always the in-laws with you? Look, I don't know, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe shouldn't make a metaphor where where in-laws are the same as student loans, but you shove it all into the closet, and you think it's clean, but you know what's really in that closet, and you know it's got to get dealt with. And there's a lumpy rug. Because somebody slept, swept something under the rug. That's right. The old metaphor is true. And thus there's a lump. <laughs> mm, some of you got lumpy rugs. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. John is with us. Hey, John, how are you? Doing great, Dave. Thanks for having me. Honored to have you, sir. Where do you live? Amarillo, Texas. Well, welcome to Nashville. All the way here to do a debt-free scream. How much did you pay off? $83,000. Woohoo! How long did this take? Just 17 months. Wow. wow. And your range of income during that time? About 120 to 150. Good for you. Very what do good. you do for a living? I am a traveling occupational therapist. Oh, very good. 
Good for you. What kind of debt was the 83000 All student loans. Yes! Uh, you killed it. That's what I'm talking about. It's kind of odd. We just took a call from a guy with $80,000 in student loans that was going to be magically forgiven. Okay. John's were magically forgiven when he paid them. Mm. <laughs> Turns out you can honestly just pay them yourself. Look at that. Way to go. Who knew? Way to go, man. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. The taxpayers of America, thank you. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. So you just got out of school? Yep. That's right. And so uh, you got your occupational therapy um, degree, passed the boards, and boom, you're off to, and, and you catch the travel, which is the highest paid possibility. That's right. That's right. And uh, they also cover some of your uh, food and lodging. They cover everything. So you just throw even more money at this. So you just went on the road, said, I'm going to be a gypsy. I'm going to knock this out. <laughs> yep. You got I'm it. Proud of you, man. Well done. Well done. Was it worth that extra struggle? Absolutely. Absolutely. When I first started, uh, or when I first finished the school, I did interview um, for a regular job, you know, like a regular working mm-hmm. in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much half the income. Wow. And I looked at the numbers and I said, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> so I went the traveling route. Wow. Good for you. How much longer will you do travel? Will you come off the road now that you got this done? Well, my plan is actually to continue for two to three more years so I can complete uh, three and three B and then pay cash for a house. Hey, That's awesome. look at you, man. That's fun. I kind of want to get in your head a little bit because, you know, you go to school, you're like, okay, I know I've got this debt coming up. What made you look at this and say, I... I've got to take responsibility for this. I've got to pay it off. Why Why did you not jump on the forgiveness bandwagon, jump on all this, I don't really have to pay it back bandwagon? Why, why are you different? I need to understand that. Well, I think it goes back to, I can't call myself necessarily a financial peace baby, but I grew up in a house my parents actually led Crown Financial Ministries when oh, I was yeah, growing oh, up. Oh, yeah. Larry Burkett, yeah. And so... Um, I was familiar with debt is dumb, cash is king, mm-hmm. but when I was going through my bachelor's and then I decided to pursue a master's, I didn't have a plan on how to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I was focused on getting into school and then the time came and I was like, oh, what is there to do? You know, you've got Pell Grants, scholarships, financial aid. When you fill out the, um, f- uh, the FAFSA or the mm-hmm. financial aid, they use terms like assistance mm-hmm. and um, I fa- failed to mention aid. this is a loan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's I, right. I fill out everything, and then at the end, it's like, oh, here's your agreement, here's your interest rate. Oh, can you just sign? And then, so I was like, okay, well, I, I guess I got to sign. You know, that's the only way because I didn't have a plan for it. You didn't have the information about fault. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But by the time you got out, you had a plan. It's called travel. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then there was that thing. Now, are you cool. going to any cool places when you travel, or just places that nobody wants to go to? Well, I wanted to go to the places that paid the most. There you go. Okay. And that's the places nobody wants to go to. Okay. Yeah, good for you. So nothing fancy then? No, not really. Nothing nothing cool like, I got to go to this and I got to do that. And mm-hmm. No, we're working. We're working. Okay, good for you. Well done. How's it feel? Feels great. <laughs> Feels amazing. <laughs> um, actually, I had, so I paid off all my last payment, um, day after my 28th birthday and then two weeks later my vehicle caught fire of course it did (laughs) yeah to celebrate yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as i was standing on the side of the road and i actually work in home health care so i drive to see my clients Mm -hmm. and so i'm standing on the side of the road waiting for the tow truck and it's hot out and i i'm okay it's fine like 
I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peace. No, nothing to worry about. You had insurance, about. I'm sure, that covered the vehicle. Right. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we've got some money, and we don't have any debt, so we'll just get another cart. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Good for you, man. Well done. Amazing. I, I'm just... So what do you tell the person... I mean, you said you paid it off a couple of days after your 28th birthday. What do you tell the person who's listening who's 38 and they've got 83000 in student loans? What do you say to them? Don't wait. You know, George Camel always says, what's the best day to plant a tree? And it's 25 years ago. And then the next best day is today. So just start now. Like, you know, you can you can wait around for Washington and, and the politicians will change, yeah. you know, but you can you can the just lies, start yourself. The lies don't change much, but the politicians change. <laughs> yeah. So don't wait. Just, you know, you're in charge of your future. Go for it. Come on. I yeah. love it. John, this is great, man. I'm, you're, I'm so you're happy You're a hero, you. man. I'm so proud of you. All right, now, uh, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? You're someone who actually did it. You paid off $83,000 in 17 months. What's the key? Well, you need the budget, obviously, and I use every dollar, and it's it's wonderful. It makes things so easy. But you also, the budget also gives you peace because you have your, your, your groceries, your gas, everything's covered. So if you know you've got the money for it, you don't have to stress, and you can just focus on paying off the debt. Um, but more importantly, one of the things I learned, because I did do a little side hustling, um, delivered packages for Amazon, and, you know, these side hustles, they help you stay in the game. You know, mm-hmm. if you work your 9 yep. to 5 and then you go home on the weekends, we're constantly bombarded with advertisements and consumerism and everybody's right. trying to get your money. Well, if you go to work, not only are you not spending money, but you're also earning money. So you get Come like on, a double-edged John. sword. <laughs> when it comes to the side hustle. It distracts so. me from spending when I work more. Are you sure you're in <laughs> occupational therapy and not in finance? Because you, you're talking the talk. You nailed dude. it. You nailed it, man. Well wow. done. That's beautiful. Very cool. Proud of you, man. Thank so you. Uh, who's this cheerleading crew you brought with you? Uh, my brother and his wife and my parents as well. Other family members couldn't make it, but they're watching. So. Yeah, and cheering you on. So you had a good, good, you had good support, good background. Absolutely. Lots of people cheering you on going, yes, yes, yes. Clean it up. Clean it up. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, that's very good. How'd you get connected to Ramsey? Well, growing up when I was even younger, uh, dad used to listen to talk radio and there's that guy with that accent yelling at people to pay <laughs> off their debt. And so I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just always knew Ramsey was just kind of like the name in the household. You know, everybody knew when you graduated, you got the total money makeover, or wow. you know, when you got married, that's what my parents would give as, as gifts to other people. So I like wow. your parents. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> good that stuff. Is so great. Hey, we got the Live and Give box for you. It's the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, which is your next step for sure. You're heading that way. Congratulations, sir. You're a very sharp young man. You're a hero. You took control of your life. It's got the Total Money Makeover book, which uh, apparently your family gives away all the time, so you'll be able to do that. And the uh, Financial Peace University, uh, a membership to that, uh, go through it or give it away, whatever you want to do. It's all for you to live and to give. And uh, thanks for making the trip all the way in to do this debt-free scream. We appreciate you. You're an inspiration, sir. Very, very well done. John from Amarillo, Texas, 83000 paid off in 17 months, making 120 to 150 Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! yeah! That's how they do it in Texas, boys and girls. I like it. I like it a lot.
Yes, very well done. So when you work more, you don't spend as much because you don't have time to sit and doom scroll Amazon. That's a fact. Doom scroll influencers trying to peddle you crap you don't mm-hmm. need. You don't have a chance to, because let me tell you, there's a direct correlation between the amount of time you spend on the internet and the amount of money you spend. What's it? Uh, idle time is the devil's workshop. workshop. Good. Very that's good. it. Now, internet time. <laughs> yeah, that's is, it. Is the devil's workshop. <laughs> for the sure. advertiser's workshop. <laughs> it's the advertiser's workshop. They're going to get you. The longer mm-hmm. you're on there, the more likely you, that's you know, right. a lot of hooks in this pond fish. Mm-hmm. Just saying. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. You heard that debt-free screamer, John, talk about how important the budget is, and he was using the every dollar budget. Uh, Jade and Rachel and George Camel are all doing budgeting webinars that are free teaching you how to budget how to handle an irregular income how to do actually integrate the baby steps into your budget uh how to get ready for christmas how to get ready for october 1st if you've got a student loan Mm -hmm. all of these things are going to be covered in these budgeting webinars if you want to register for one of them they're free you interact with them jade answers questions Rachel answers questions, George, whoever's doing it, you can figure that out. You just go to everydollar.com slash budgeting. And you did one yesterday. I did. I did one yesterday. We had over 5,000 signups. It was incredible. Wow. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these have had five and 10,000 signups. And uh, again, it's completely free. It's us helping you, showing you the Every Dollar Budget app, how it works. And uh, man, be sure you check it out. Yeah. And let me just, because I think sometimes, Dave, we say the word budget and people have this thing in their mind of what it is, but I don't think people understand all the features that are part of this, this idea that you can pay, plan your paychecks. You can literally go in and schedule when you want to make payments, when you want to spend the money that's That paycheck designated. planning tool for inside the month yes. is a big, it actually makes it work. It's amazing. To me, that's one of the missing pieces. And then there's the financial roadmap, which I think anybody who's listened to this show and it's like, okay, I know I'm supposed to pay off my debt, but if I pay off my debt, at what point will I be able to save my emergency fund? And then at what point can I buy home? It and calculates you, all that for you. All of it. It'll project your net worth. It'll project when you could be a millionaire. It'll project when you'll have your down payment saved. Come on. You guys need this. Yeah. But it's also going to project and kick your butt. That's right. And make you do this stuff, too. Oh, yeah. So there's that part. So be sure and check it out. Free webinars, everydollar.com slash budgeting. Jade's doing them. Rachel Cruz is doing them. George Camel's doing them. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Jade had one yesterday, 5,000 folks. Hers two weeks ago was 10,000. That's right. So uh, jump in there. You can be part of this. We interact with you. We answer questions. The questions pop up. You all work them into the talk, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we hear directly from you guys. So jump on it. Marnie is in Salt Lake City. If I push the right button, that is. Uh, there's Marnie. Hi, Marnie. How are you? 
Hi, Dave and Jade. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I recently graduated law school. Good for you. And I, thank you. Um, I'm single. I'm a full-time single mom and I have two kids and I'm 40 and don't have a house. So we're just been renting. And so I have some money that I've been saving. It's been set aside um, to buy a house. Um, but I'm wondering, because now, now that we're finally here, it felt like it would never come. But I'm wondering if I, I really want to do my own practice. And so I'm wondering if it's okay to take money from that, from my savings to like start my own practice instead of like getting a regular nine to five job. As a lawyer, you passed your bar? As a, I'm still waiting to find out. Okay. So I don't know yet. And you, um, you got out of law school with no student loan debt. Correct. Okay. Any debt at all? No. How much, how much money's in this pile? Um, about 64,000. And you're 40 years old. Yes. Uh, hmm. My age scares me because I only have about, so in addition to that, I only have about 17,000. Like you're talking to a 63 year old. Your age doesn't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it makes me nervous not having a lot for retirement, not having a home, like, and just, no, I, I mean, guess I just yeah, but you, you're, you're, you're amazing. I mean, your single mom just graduated from high school, from, from law school and passed the bar. Oh my gosh. Look at you. You're no debt. I'm, and at 40 years old, you, you, you know, you're like a superhero. Um, <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dave. I, 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 I love people going in business for themselves. I've been in business for myself my whole life. So I love the entrepreneurial aspect of this. Um, and for some reason, I'm kind of wanting you to take a job for a little bit and just kind of, I, I think I want you to learn how to be a lawyer mm-hmm. before you open a law practice. And law school doesn't teach you how to be a lawyer. It teaches you how to it teaches you how to pass tests about the law. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference when you actually right. go into a courtroom and then what versus when you did a mock trial in law school. There's a difference when you actually sit down with someone and they look at you and say, "I want to get a divorce," and you're my gal that's going to do it. And you're actually dealing with and I, and, and I got you got to put a restraining order because this guy's beating me. Mm-hmm. When you really have yeah. that happen and you're actually being a lawyer, that's different than and you're running a business which you've never done before too. That's different than what you've done so far. So far, you've learned how to take tests about the law. Mm-hmm. So I think I want you yeah. to learn how to be a lawyer before you want to learn how to be a lawyer and run a business at the same time. But I, I, I yeah. maybe well, I'm being too conservative. On, <laughs> well, I was planning on um, hiring like a law coach for part of like, so they have business and then like coaches that will help you open yeah, I mean, your estate planning. And yeah, but that's still from the last nine months. You know, you, I, you can have a you can have a personal trainer, but until you actually do the exercises, you haven't done the exercises. And if you go work for a law firm, you're going to get the benefit of that. Just by look, working at the law firm, you're going to learn how to, like Dave said, you're going to learn how to do this. You're not going to have to pay somebody to teach you best practices because you're going to learn that. I'm fine if you do it, but the problem you're going to have if you open the business. And I'm 50-50 because I love the idea of you opening a business. You have to learn how to business, run a business, and you have to learn how to practice law all at the same time. And 64000 is not much cushion. Mm-hmm. You need to make some money. And you can go make, you know, what, eighty, a 100000 bucks out of the gate right now working for somebody. 
and just start stacking some more cash and learning how the law and and watch how they're running their business at that law firm Mm -hmm. because running a law firm is running a business yeah you know you still have to pay people you still have to you know if you've got a a receptionist you have to hold withhold taxes yeah you've still got to manage the banking you've got to do all these things while you practice law it's a totally different skill set yeah and so i you know uh, either one is okay, but I'm just giving you a warning that it's it's not going to be all skittles and rainbow. You got two up, two more hills to climb, mm-hmm. a- and you have to learn how to run the business. I'm going to send you a copy of the Entree Leadership book, uh, our number one bestseller on how we run this business. It's our playbook, and the Entree Leadership materials are how to run a business stuff. I, I do that podcast uh, every week as well, and you can tune in and listen to that. But it's um, that's about running a business, uh, a small business, and a law, a small law firm is a small business. So uh, yeah, if you're going to do it, plug in, plan on learning two skill sets that you don't have yet. Being a lawyer is different than graduating from law school, and running a business is different than being a lawyer. So those are two additional skill sets and it's just it's scaring me a little bit for you i i you've worked so hard i want you to have some prosperity there's just no i can't see a downside to working even just a couple of years at a firm yeah except if you get uh if you lose your the power of the dream and you get Mm. stuck in the rut or you you get you get lulled you get lulled to sleep well, if a know. true a true business owner would not get lulled to sleep. A true business owner would be like, "I can't take this. I've got to go. I got to get out here. I yeah. got to do my thing. I got." Yeah. I mean, I, I, I might say I might make that argument. No, that's true. I, that, that's true. But it, it's yeah. I, either one is okay. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go the the open the firm, I'm telling you, you these are these, it's more of an uphill climb than I think you anticipate so i'm just warning you you're you're signing on for another tough run and you've been through enough tough runs for a while to suit me yeah so um yeah uh, it's okay to work somewhere for three years and then open your firm you'll only be 43 and 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 shut up about being old there's part of that too you know her if she were to go into business for herself that's not her immediately going out renting an office space immediately going out got to because you gotta get money coming in well i mean can she run it out of her is there no you're not with a law firm you have to have a you have to have a commercial location oh oh it's not that's even look i'm that's even more checks Sixty-four thousand bucks is gonna go fast that's even more checks on the other side of the box for me gotta go fast this is the ramsey show Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. It is a free call, and we are glad you are with us. Justin is starting off this hour. He's in Knoxville. Hi, Justin. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mr. Ramsey. Thanks for having me on. Sure. What's up? Um, long story short, I've been put in charge of um, my mom's finances, and um, I have to decide on what to do. And um, I came up between um, 
a few different options. Um, and I don't really know what the best thing to do at this time would be. Um, basically, um, it's 325,000 and, um, I don't know if it's best to, um, put it into a real estate, like a, um, a rental home or I guess also commercial real estate, like for like, um, maybe a storage thing or something like that. Um, or if the stock market is the best thing. Um, I've been kind of told both and I, I didn't really know which one would be best. How old is your mom? Um, if I do the math, I think it was 53, but she's been saying 32 for a couple decades now. <laughs> I get I it. <laughs> How do you end up in charge of a 53 year old? My, um, dad passed, uh, suddenly a couple months ago. Mm. And, um, so it was a, um, and he didn't have any retirement. He had cancer. Um, that's not what he passed away of, but he had cancer. And uh, so all of his retirement and savings and all of that um, was wiped out a long time ago. So um, I was in banking for about five years uh, before I got to where I'm at now. Why is your and, mom uh, not able to take care of her own money at 53 years old? Um, I think it's just more that since I had more experience with it and, um, she's also kind of going through, um, some physical issues right now that, um, she thought it'd be best to just ask me. Um, so we're actually working on it, um, together. It's not like, um, you know, well, the way you were describing it initially, it yeah. sounded like she was 89 and was yeah. had dementia or something. Is she working and everything else is going she along was, like normal? She was working, but um, she had a couple medical issues come up. So, how is she going to eat? Um, well, as far as it goes, they um, had a home and um, they're renting that out. Um, so she has been. Uh, so she has that, um, and she's been living with her uh, parents, um, but. Yeah. So as far as it goes, I was just trying to figure out what to do with kind of, um, well, it affects, here, it affects what to do long-term if we don't have short-term covered mm -hmm. and short-term, you have a 53 year old living with her parents now. And, uh, her only income is the income off of one rental property. What is that income? Um, almost exactly 2000 a month. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, are you married? Yes. Okay. Your wife's going to get tired of this. Well, they're best friends, so yeah. maybe it'll take a while. Yeah. It, it's going to take a, you know, over the next 30 years, this is going to take a toll. So I, I'm really going to suggest that you're, that you assist your mom creating an emotionally uh, sustainable situation where she's like a grown up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it doesn't sound like it right now. It sounds like everyone's taking care of her. Mm -hmm. You, her parents, everyone else, and she's 
sitting over here living on $2,000 a month, doesn't have a job, doesn't have a career, doesn't have any aspirations. I know you just lost your dad, and I'm, I'm sorry for that. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I want your mom to create an emotionally sustainable and prospering, flourishing life for herself where she is an amazing woman to be reckoned with, not a kept woman whose daughter-in-law secretly mm-hmm. resents her all the time her husband spends with his mother. And so uh, this could happen. It may not, but it could happen. And I, I just I want better things for your mom than this. Yeah. So to answer your your basic question, though, of what would I do? No, you don't take three hundred twenty five thousand dollars and put this lady in a rental property. The last thing she needs is to be dealing with renters. She can't deal with life. And so, well, no, she, she, a, and you uh, don't need to be taking manager. on you don't need to be taking on rental property for her. You don't need to add to your burden. So if well, I'm in your shoes, I'm going to sit down with a good smart investor pro. There's several of them there in Knoxville with your mother and uh, lay out a game plan that she approves of and understands where that money is invested and left alone. If she will leave it alone in good growth stock mutual funds, it will double mm-hmm. every seven years or so. So she's 54 at 61. She will have uh, 750,000 mm-hmm. at 68, she will have 1.5 million. So she'll be just fine with that and the rental property, but she needs to create a sustainable life, uh, that is good for her mental health where she's prospering and growing and engaging and getting traction in life again. I mean, at reasonable amounts of time to grieve, obviously we lost your dad and I'm again, yeah. I, I, I want her to grieve all that, but the way you're setting this up is a sustained caretaking of someone that shouldn't need caretaking that's the way your voice is when he first started talking about her i thought she was in a nursing home yeah 89 years old yeah yeah and that's the words you're using Mm -hmm. justin and i don't want those words for your mom at 53 she's got a a, lot of life to live it's, it's a bright sunshiny day outside you know i really i want her to i want her to feel all of that again and uh I mean, she may go meet some amazing man and get married and really throw you off at some mm-hmm. point. Um, so, I mean, I, I hope she does. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, but I just want her to have a lot more than, well, she's going to live with her mother. Yeah. And she's going to. Because he's managing we gonna make that rental property. 25000 last year. I mean, invest it and keep her hands off of it. Mm-hmm. Help her do that. That's the answer to your question. But you, as as usual, when you call in here, you get more than you ask for. Every time. <laughs> they know what they're getting into, Dave. Be careful what you ask, because I'm going to ask you things about what you ask. Beware. Because uh, personal finance is as much personal as it is finance. Mm-hmm. And dealing with the relational things is there. So, yeah. That, wow. was, that was different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's. Hey, man, thank you for calling, and thank you for being a son that steps up and helps his mom. Yeah. I appreciate you doing that. Let's define help when you say, I'm helping my mom. Let's define help very carefully. Very carefully. Mm-hmm. Help includes encouragement to go be somebody. Not This enabling. is The Ramsey Show. It's the last day. August the 31st, if you didn't know, is the last day of our month-long giveaway. Ramsey Solutions Free Money. Yeah, that's pretty cool. $500 a week we've been doing. We'll do that today. You can still register if you're hearing this quickly. 
And uh, grand prize up to $3,000 will be a drawing later tonight or tomorrow uh, for the people that enter today. I guess it'll be tomorrow because we'll give it till midnight mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, for those of you not listening live, this is uh, being done Oct- August the 31st, a uh, Thursday. So you got that. RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can also get the deals that they run out today at RamseySolutions.com in the bookstore. The total money makeover, uh, $12. From paycheck to purpose, $12. Own your past, change your future, $12. A whole bunch of our number one best-selling books, $12. You can pre-order Dr. John Deloney's brand new book that comes out October the 3rd. It's called Building a Non-Anxious Life, and you'll learn the six daily choices to break free from anxiety. And uh, if you pre-order it for $20 before then, including Today, you get $75 in free bonus items, the questions for humans, conversation cards until the end of the day today on sale for $12. All of this ends today. Did I mention that at RamseySolutions.com slash store Ray's in Miami. Hi, Ray. Welcome to the Ramsey show. Hello, Dave. How are you? Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? So I just started listening to the show about two weeks ago. And I had a good amount of savings, a combination of savings along with a property that I sold and I wanted to invest it. But after listening to the show, I realized that I should pay off my cars first. So good for you. I paid off my cars yesterday. Paid off both my cars. How's that feel? I feel weird. (laughs) Oh man. You know what? It's just a little weight off my shoulder. It felt so good. Yeah. (laughs) How how much did you owe on your cars? I owed uh, for both cars combined about $39,000. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good for you. That's a big stroke after yeah. just two weeks of listening to this weird stuff. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yes, it made yes, sense I'm to all, him. All, all on board. So I, I did that yesterday, and I basically moved from baby step six, I mean two, all the way to six. Nice. Because uh, I have done everything else in between. Um, so I had a little over 100000 uh saved. I put the forty towards that, roughly. And I want to know what to do next. Um do I, how aggressively do I go against paying off my home? I'm already paying more than I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. but how aggressively do I attack it to pay it off in the next four and a half to five years if I, if I throw everything at it? Or do I take some of that money and invest it like I originally wanted to do? Because I'm already saving mm-hmm. 10% to my 401k plus my company's match is a 6%, so a total of 16%. Okay. Um, my wife... Well, she's about three percent plus. She's going to have a pension. If I were you, you said your wife is three percent plus a pension. Yeah, she says she has that four hundred three b, and then she also has her pension that mm-hmm. she'll have to teach for about another eight or nine years. Yeah, and then she'll get her pension. So that's good. I think that with the matches, I wouldn't really count those towards your fifteen percent total. I would just keep that as gravy. Um, but with your mm-hmm. with your wife. So she's got her 3%, so maybe just 2% more, I think, to get that up to 50% mm-hmm. without the matches. And then what I would do, you know, if you, most people after they pay off their debt, okay, they're paying off their home within seven to 10 years. That's kind okay. of like the the benchmark. That's the average. If you're looking to go at a four or five year rate, if your wife is cool with that and you both feel good with that, that's very intentional. I think that's a good rate. You don't have to be so intense that it's like, oh, we're sacrificing everything to pay off our home. You're beyond that point, mm-hmm. and now is the time to live a little, 
be intentional about paying off the house. I would not start investing more than 15% at this point. I would wait till the house is paid off. And then you can start putting extra into your investment accounts. Not counting the 60K, do you have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses? That 60K left over is, a, is part of my emergency fund. So I would okay. probably so need... What, wait a minute. I, I a part of what's the other part? I was going to invest thirty thousand, leave thirty thousand for emergency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then, and then I was going to either take whatever's left towards more investing or paying off the house, and that's. Wait a minute. Yeah, there's could, only sixty. Build, you did thirty and thirty already. What do you? Where, do you have more than sixty somewhere else? No, I have sixty left. That's so, it. Period. Had, to your name, you have yeah. sixty thousand dollars cash. Yeah. Um, maybe, okay, let's say 70. I have another 10,000 in an account. That's enough. Maybe 80 because I have another oh. 10,000 in my other account. I don't count that. That's, that's well, money. I count that. That's, that's money. Count I, all I try the money. To, if you give it to me, I'll count it. So let's count it. Okay. okay. So, the, all right. So we've got, 80, we've got $80,000. We need to set, how much should your emergency fund be? About 30. Okay. So we're going to take those two tens that are hanging out there like loose strings and drop them in an account that you never touch. Mm-hmm. We're going to add 10 from your 60 in there. And, and that gives you 30 in an account that you never touch except for emergencies, a separate account. Mm-hmm. This stuff kind of hanging out there in the periphery is how it ends up getting spent on a couch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to spend on a couch, you save up and do that separate from your emergency fund. Couches, by definition, are never in an emergency. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that you set that aside. We got that cleaned up. So part of what we're doing here is we're cleaning up. You've been doing a good job yeah. overall, Ray. You were investing for retirement. You had this piece of ground you sold. You made some money. You paid off the car. I mean, you're really on track overall. All I'm doing is fine-tuning. Mm-hmm. I'm just polishing a couple of little rough notches off, okay? So let's get a total of 30 out of the 80 in a separate account, not to be touched, only for emergencies. And if I woke up in your shoes, I would not invest that. I would throw that at your house. What's the balance on your home today? About two ninety. Okay, so that gets us to two forty, and your household income is what? Take home is about fifteen thousand a month. Okay, so you're going to pay off two forty in about four years, probably without breaking a sweat. Right. Yeah, I could. I love yeah. it. So I'm throwing 50 at it with that in mind. The reason I'm doing that is then you're sitting there with this fabulous $15,000 a month income and not a payment in the world. Four years from today, you will become extremely wealthy starting to invest some of that in addition to your, you know, then you go back, you max out every account you can max out 401ks, 403bs, put them all in mutual funds. And then once you max that out, you do some side investing as well. And you're going to look up with 10 or $15 million in a few years because you're killing it. Well, my, my concern is we're in our late forties. Um, I'll be, I'm 47 next month. My wife is, 47, I just told you in 10 I'm, or 15 years, you're going to have $10 million. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I think you're going to be okay. I mean, you're yeah, really doing good. Mm-hmm. You're really doing good. And one of the key elements people find is if you don't give your money to the bank, you have it to invest. So by clearing this mortgage and that, and including throwing this 50 K at it, you're going, the faster you clear it, the faster you don't have that mortgage payment, the faster you start investing the equivalent of a mortgage payment, boom, that turns into millions of dollars in and of itself. Guys, just those of you out there listening to this, just go to one of these financial calculators at, there's one in Mm -hmm. every dollar. Okay. There is. You can use it in every dollar and just plug in 
The simple thing. What if I take my house payment? Let's say your house payment's $2,200. Okay, right. let's round it up after your house payment's gone, $2,500 a month going in a mutual fund at your age. How fast does that become a million dollars? Really fast. Just your house payment. Yeah. Just your house payment alone. Really fast. Mm-hmm. I love looking at a, a, an investment calculator and plugging in some numbers. If you want to get motivated, do that. Yeah. Do well, that right there. I tell you, it's exactly what Sharon and I did. We, that, after we went bankrupt, the first liquid million dollars, not counting our home, mm-hmm. that we had came so quick because – and I, it caught me off guard because I was playing a math game in my head, and I mm-hmm. just wanted to see what it would do. So I took, opened up a separate mutual fund, nothing to do with my retirement. After I was maxing out retirement, but mm-hmm. I, the house is paid off, and I put $2,500 a month. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It, it was an old house payment in there, and I want just to see what that one account, it didn't have anything else, just the house payment. Yep. How fast does a house payment turn into a million dollars? And I didn't look at it again, mm-hmm. and I looked up. It felt like in two blinks, and it was a million dollars. Wow. It was, it, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Just amazing how we could possibly retire broke in America today. It's amazing that yeah, can happen. Yeah, you have to. This is the Ramsey Show. Yeah, really. Thanks for joining us, America. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host on the stage, the debt-free stage in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. Ryan and Kate are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. How are you? Welcome. Where really do you guys excited. live? Uh, just um, outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Bit of a haul to Nashville. Welcome down here. Thank, Thank you. you. Good to have you. I hope you have a good time while you're here. How much debt did you guys pay off? We paid off... Um, just over 100 well just under 128 127 997 that's 128 yeah that's good i like it how long did this take almost exactly four years way to go okay good for you and uh your range of income during that time we started at eighty five thousand a year and now we are sitting at about 230 Woohoo! nice nice change Mm -hmm. so what do y'all do for a living um, so I'm retired Air Force mm-hmm. um, a year ago. Now I do um, contractor work. Okay, very yep. cool. Um, I've been running a daycare in our home for mm-hmm. the last four years. Okay, so what caused the jump from eighty-five to two thirty? Uh, probably Ryan's my, my retirement. retirement. <laughs> the contract you you got the you got great military retirement. That's a nice chunk, and yes. you go make a bunch of money as a contractor. Yes, yes. sir. Okay. Wow. All right, that just kind of double tripled up, yeah. Well, and she also too. Uh, she was hustling too, obviously uh, doing daycare stuff, uh, not just Monday through Friday, but um, on the weekends as well. She does um, respite care for families that have special needs. Oh wow! Uh, wow. So she does that, and um, yeah, it, it. We make a lot of money doing doing that stuff. So. That's Good amazing. For you. We're, we've been we've been busy for years. Yeah, I can <laughs> tell. What kind of debt was the one twenty eight? Uh, it was a lot of student loans. Um, yeah, about ninety-five thousand with student hey. loans. Yeah. <laughs> Some car loans in there, so credit cards. So you used stuff. this uh, three years of no interest time to get out of debt. Yes, yes sir. Rather than standing around <laughs> and watching, hoping somebody was going to do it for you. Yes, You're sir. part of the one percent. You realize that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. The we, less than one percent. We we heard the uh, you know the uh, government coming out saying, oh, you know, Biden's going to do this and going to forgive all that and we're like eh, head down keep working love that uh, yep just no interest about the noise and, uh, <laughs> the noise that's yeah, right yeah because before that um i've i've also been in i've been in college since 2018 so mm-hmm. before the pandemic and the zero percent interest we were kind of just paying minimums and 
um, the balances were just growing and growing and growing because the, yeah. the interest rate was there. And then we just kept on taking out more loans for my school until we started your program. So, wow. Yeah. wow, good for you guys. Congratulations, guys. Thanks. So what makes you start this four years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas of 2018, my parents gave all four of us kids um, your book, The Total Money Makeover for Christmas. And so ho, ho, ho. I read it right away, and then I asked Ryan to read it, and, and he did. Um, and I wanted to jump right on board, and he was a little hesitant. I think he was comfortable where we were at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of going back and forth about it for a couple months, and then it just so happened that our base was offering Financial Peace University at the chapel. So I said, why don't we just take the class and see what happens? And that was February 2019. We took your class. And, wow. And that's she when we started. You, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what was going to happen when you went into that class. Well, that's it just kept right. popping up, it seems like. First yeah. there's the book, and then here's the class that you can run, but you can't hide, it sounds like. It wasn't going away, so it might as well just give in. <laughs> <laughs> just get weird, right? That's just right. Give in, give in and be weird. Uh, very, very cool. So, the, oh, go ahead, Dave. You're fine. I was going to say, so what was the thing that was like, okay, we have not been doing this before. We need to start now. Was it getting your income up? Was it the budget? Talk to that piece that really had to change within your lifestyle. I think for us, it was just staring at the dollar figure, just a mountain of debt in front of us and knowing uh, or, or not knowing how we're going to get out of it. Um, and we really needed to get on the same page yeah, with money in general. Yeah, it was kind of, that was a um, piece. we were just kind of coasting through life, not really focusing on our finances and we both knew that this like big student loan number was like hanging over our heads and we were just kind of pretending that it wasn't there. Mm, (laughs) Cool. Very good. Good for you guys. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. How long have you been married? 12 years. 12 years. Have you ever been debt free other than this? No. No, sir. Wow. Brought, brought the student loans in and kept them around. Yes. Yeah. How's it feel to be free? Fantastic. Free. It's, it's a, there's like an air of peace in our house and in our lives and um you know we've been able to do so much along the way um our oldest graduated high school we were able to purchase her first car for her um help her pay after pan- after the pandemic yeah she went to college for a little bit but then yeah. um with her we were intentional about saying you know hey look if you don't know what you want to do and you don't have a reason to be in school don't go to school you don't have to be like everybody else. Yeah, for God's sakes, don't rack up student loans. We just that's, got rid of well, them. Well, that's, yeah. that's what got me in trouble was, yeah. you know, everybody said, oh, just go to college. It's going to be fine. It'll you're going work f- to figure out what you want to do. And I never mm. did. And I had all this debt. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a big burden to carry around. And yeah. then our two little boys, um, we ended up um, pulling them out of public school. And now we homeschool them. Oh, so wow. that's part of <laughs> kind of part of our journey yeah. as far as, um, you know, post-pandemic homeschooling. Um, jumped on that bandwagon That's so good. well you have options when you pay off that debt you start yes. to the world kind of starts to open up and you start to see man i could try this i can do this you're no longer working just to pay off debt right, right. yes this was a hard four years though it was yeah it's very hard i mean you, but, you but, this is you you bear down i mean these numbers you you were you were cutting in well, yeah we and were. we also we also cash flowed my college degree so i'm about to graduate with a graduate degree in what? Um, clinical mental health counseling. Wow, good for you. And so oh, we've no. been able to, you know, when we started your program, we were like, okay, that's it. We're not taking on any more student loans. So in addition to paying off all the debt, we've been paying cash for my college, which was 
another, you know, $30,000 bill. It's excellent. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. So very proud of you all. Very, very well done. All right. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Don't get into it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. But if you must, um, um, trust the process. Yeah, probably stay um, the course. I think we've we've had a longer road than some. Um, 48 months mm-hmm. is real. Yeah, that's And real. it's been hard on our kids as far as, you know, they see their friends going on fun trips and taking vacations and, um, you know, doing day trips to the city and going out to lunch and dinner for no reason. And we weren't doing any of that. And... Mm. You know, it's hard to look your child in the face and say, no, I, I understand your friend gets to go do all this fun stuff, but we're not, and this is why. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, it was hard to stay the course. Yeah. It worked out for her. She got a car. Well, I see, <laughs> I see your daughter. Is this your daughter to the left? She's yes. shaking her head like, yes. yes. <laughs> we did not do any of that. <laughs> yes. But I got a car. But, but she I got, got a car. car. She, she got did, yeah. Car. Note to self, I got a car. Yeah, that's pretty and cool. And she's, and she's doing great too. She, you know, she works full time and she's saving all her money and yeah she'll pay cash for her next car and so that's you know that's yeah. the biggest gift that we can give our kids is just a different future that's right than, than what we had amen amen well hey i'm so proud of you you changed everything mm-hmm. yes you changed your marriage you changed your future you changed your kids lives this is very cool I took a lot of courage and a lot of hard work very Thank well you. done we got a copy of the baby steps millionaires book for you in the live and give box because that's your next step for sure and uh, of course total money makeover so you can give it away and interrupt somebody's life like happened to you yep yeah i'd uh, love to give a shout out to my parents they're the reason that we are on your program they are baby steps millionaires um and so they're a huge inspiration for us um my brother is also on your on your plan and um my sister too doesn't have any any debt wow our whole family you've changed our whole family tree and it's really thanks to them they started yeah you know, when I was in my 20s. I love it. Good for them. Way to go. Proud of them, too. Good stuff. Very well done. All right. It's Ryan and Kate, Boston, Mass. And uh, 128,000 paid off in 48 months, making 85 to 230. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're We're debt-free. Never gets old. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, 2 Chronicles 15, 7. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Mary Kay Ash says it's far better to be exhausted from success than to be rested from failure. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. I got a chill. Yeah. That one's good. All right, Carrie is with us in Tampa, Florida. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Hi, Dave. Oh my goodness. It's an honor to be on your show. <laughs> Honored to have you. How can we help? So I I'm really just looking for debt advice. Um we are struggling to pay back an SBA loan, uh payments for my husband's franchise that is now closed. Ouch. Yeah. How so much you borrowed you borrowed how much on an SBA loan to buy a franchise? We um it was a total of two hundred and twenty three thousand dollars. Okay. What kind of um, franchise? Yeah. It was a moving company. 
he kind of bought it at a premium because it was already in existence and, and we really were under the impression it would be successful. And unfortunately, I don't know if it was just due to the market at the time, but um, it was really obvious after about a year that it was, it was not going to be profitable um, anytime soon. And so he was made the decision to close it and it was a big, it was a big risk to begin with, but um, we decided to go ahead and just close it and move on. Um, he does have a great job now that he loves. What does he make? But, uh, about 70000 now. What do you make? I make 48000 okay. Do you guys have any other debt? We don't. Well, we have a very small car loan remaining and our house payment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have about 200000 left on our house. Are there any assets at all left over from the business? From the business, no. You sold them or what? Yes, everything was sold and wiped out. Um, the actual franchise itself, is, is, the, is the brand still open? Yes. Can you not sell that franchise to someone? Uh, no, it, it wasn't going to be, and no, it, <laughs> it wasn't going to be an option. They, they couldn't help us with that. Wow. Why? Um, that's a good question. I would, we, we asked the question at the time and it was going to be a, a very, very long process to even try to find a buyer. And I, I don't know, it, honestly, it just, I assume the franchisor has approval over any buyer, but even if you could sell the thing for 10,000 bucks to somebody that just wanted that franchise, because they're probably selling that franchise to a brand new franchisee for a good deal more than that, correct? It's possible. They they kind of just dissolved it um, in our territory, and it was picked up by somebody else who's further away. and they're, they're so you've lost your rights to it by now then, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was closed. We closed it in, in February. Now, closing it is different than the actual franchise. A franchise is an element that is actually a, a, a right that you have that you paid for. Um, right. As, Sorry. As fr- so it, it, was, it, it has expired. It yeah. has dissolved. Okay. All right. Man. Well, so you got 233000 on one hundred and ten. Yeah. $23,000 a year? Is ten years, fifty thousand dollars a year? It's five years. What are you going to do to get your income up so it goes faster? I, <laughs> I'm not sure. We're hoping. Um, we're hoping that his job. So far, it's going well. But what did he do all, before all we this? Hope for his promotion. Uh, he's in operations and logistics management. He's worked for. Um, he's worked for Amazon for a few years, and he worked for another company for a few years. Um, what did he make before he quit and started the franchise? He was making about one, I went one Oh nine, one Oh nine thousand. That sounds more um, like logistics he, than 70. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, and he lost that job in January, 2021. Um, they had a lot of, they had a, a, a restructuring in the, in the business. Yeah. But the logistics business. world, if he oh, know, if he, yeah. if he knows supply chain, and he knows how to lay mm-hmm. that out. That's a six-figure income. Yes, you would. You would think that. It no, would I wouldn't think. I know. Job, but right, right. And you live in Tampa, freaking Florida. There's logistics there for sure. We're, we're okay. About let me, let me tell you, Carrie. Here's Tampa, what's going on. Yeah. Okay, 
You guys got the mm-hmm. crap beat out of you, and your husband's lost his confidence, and you have too. Yeah. And he doesn't feel like he's worth what he's actually worth mm-hmm. because of this failure. I need you guys for your sake to go get him a job making 110. He needs to get back in the marketplace with mm-hmm. his shoulders thrown back and a little swagger in his step again. He's not a bad guy. He just made you guys just made a mistake and mm-hmm. bought a business that you didn't know how to run and ran it in the ground and you've lost your butts. But that doesn't mean you're horrible people or you're dumb people or that suddenly he's not worth 110 when he probably actually is. At least yeah. One of the things I had to recover from when I went broke, and mine was a lot more dramatic, uh, although there's, you know, m- what is major surgery, surgery that happens to you, what's minor surgery, surgery that happens to somebody else, right? So um, yours is very dramatic for you, I'm sure, and traumatic. But one of the things I had to recover from was I felt like an idiot. I felt like, I no, yeah. why should anybody trust anything I ever think again? Because I was so stinking arrogant before it knocked me completely out of the saddle. And, um, I don't think your husband was that guy, but, but it's normal when you go through this, it's the death of a dream and part of your soul dies when you close that door and lock, turn the key for the last time and walk away. That definitely sounds clear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I, I just, I, I want to give you permission to grieve that, but I also, uh, want you to, 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 to keep perspective on it and him to keep perspective on it. Cause I think he took just something to get a job and right. he's just kind of curled up in the corner, uh, wounded right now. We definitely, we definitely went through that. Um, we are hopeful for this job. I mean, he, he applied for jobs for almost a year before he decided to open the franchise. We're not, we're on the outskirts of Tampa. We're not really in Tampa. So we, we weren't finding anything. Um, at all. Um, and so when this, this opportunity currently that he's working for came along, um, is a, it, it, he's really, really enjoying the job and we're hoping. Well, that I'm glad, but you have $223,000 worth of debt and he needs to make yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Well, my, my, okay. That's how it's going to be done. Kiddo. I'm Look, not going to argue with you anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I understand where you are. I've been where you are. I, and I'm sorry that you've been through the, all this pain. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, you've got a the big math says you need to put fifty thousand dollars a year on it, and you can do that with your current income if you live on beans and rice, and it's going to take you five years. Or you can increase your income by forty thousand dollars and do this in three or four years, mm-hmm. and not have to live on beans and rice while you're doing it. And I, I really think that there's a tie-in here. You look when you get hit this hard, you look for a safe place to hide. Human nature does that. You want to go back to something. Where, where I'm, yeah. you know, no almost, risk, no, like, just, I don't want to stick my head mm-hmm. up. I'll get it knocked yeah. off again. You know, I don't, I don't want to do that. So thank you for your call. That's the answer. You take the two twenty three and you divide it into the number of years you want to fool with this. Mm-hmm. And what have you got to do? What has to be true to make that happen? And part of that is healing from this the rest of the way. And, um, you're making excuses. You are. And part of that tells me you haven't healed from this the rest of the way. So you shouldn't have asked if you didn't want me to tell you. That's true. And guys, let me just tell you, those of you in business out there, well, business debt doesn't count. Business debt is good debt. Tell that to Carrie. Right? You go take out a $200,000 loan to buy a business. You're in stupid land. Mm -hmm. And you do that with an SBA loan, you're in super stupid land. Because SBA is forever. Mm -hmm. They do not go away. They're like a student loan. 
And I'm not saying Carrie's stupid. I'm just saying any of you that are thinking about doing this, you need to listen to her call. Because, oh, well, I, we're not going to yeah, Well, right. Debt only works when debt works, and that's never. You get your butt bit off here, man, people. You got to stop it. You got to stop it. Ouch. Bless their hearts. Thank what a you. horrible thing to go through. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.